There's too many like holidays. There's a lot. We need to celebrate only the big ones. And I'm in, like the standard ones that we all know about, plus like probably Toyotathon. Mm. <laughs> I think Lexus December to Remember is <laughs> probably mid tier. I don't think we should celebrate that. Toyotathon is oh, 100%. One hundo yeah. something we should celebrate. Yeah, we need to celebrate the Japanese in this country. I was talking more about the cars. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. <laughs> gentlemen welcome in to another episode of the backroads and backroads and bonfires podcast did you forget the name of your own podcast wasn't for sure that was recording at first uh no could never forget this it's ingrained in my cerebellum is that a brain thing it's part of your brain see it's ingrained in my cerebellum forever i could never forget this i don't even know if that's where the memory part of your brain is (laughs) well by the way i feel like i'm hunched over my microphone like a raccoon over a little piece (laughs) of bread or something boxes i feel like it'd be more ergonomic yeah they do i'm like hunched over right now they do make it more comfortable all right since we're already talking i'll i look like a gremlin yeah you could probably grab that pan and turn it upside down. What kind of operation are we running here? You want me to put my microphone on an on a dirty upturned skillet? Come on. Oh, shoot. ESPN Pete talent doesn't have to put up with this. The ringer talent doesn't have to put up with this. No, they don't. I got about a minute 57 until I win the Powerball. So. Oh, my. And then I got a hard out because once I make money, you will never see me again. It's gone. If you won the Powerball, yeah. would you tell people? But obviously, you'd tell your wife. Yeah, but I would not keep that from her. You, she would be if I didn't say anything. She'd be like, "Why is there a giant check on the porch <laughs> for a billion dollars?" That's the that's what it's it's a billion dollar jackpot right now. They said, "Holy um, moly!" Yeah, because okay, here's here's what I would do. I would call my mom and my brothers. Um, and say, need to have a family meeting in person. Can't tell you why, but it's good. No kids allowed. And then just be like, I won the Powerball. All of you are also getting rich with me. And then do the same thing with my wife's family and say, we're taking care of everything. Yep. But I need you to kind of keep this between us as best you can because they say that kind of money changes relationships. Oh, big time. All the... Everything comes out of the woodwork. People would people would be suspicious when every sports facility at Alta Aurelia got like a crazy upgrade. <laughs> and I suddenly stopped teaching, but yet a large donation came into the school to raise every teacher's pay by like thirty thousand a year. Uh you people would start a LLC with like some name that people won't think it's you. Yeah. That's making the donations or something or a foundation. The Turkey Baby LLC. <laughs> Turkey Baby, because I was born on Thanksgiving. What? How would you handle winning a billion dollars in the lottery? Let's be honest. After taxes, it's probably like $500 million. Yeah. They really um, stiff you there. but I'm lump summing it. I've always said if it's Oh, a- I would lump sum it, too. That You'd yep. be stupid not to. Because yep. if you die, they don't have to keep paying, right? Exactly. Yeah, you take the lump sum. So I'm lump summing it. I'm, paying, I'm buying all the land we farm now. So my dad and I can farm rent free for. Other, I mean, I'm, okay. So what if I'm they not wouldn't farming. sell it to you? Ooh, tough break. Um, <laughs> I'd probably just say, Dad, let's just retire from farming. Enjoy, enjoy your twilight years while you're still able to travel and stuff. Here's twenty million dollars, and uh, you and Mom go have fun. We'll quit farming, sell all the cattle, and we're just done, done farming. What would he do with his free time? Mm. That's a great question. Fish a lot. But he can only do that so much, and he doesn't golf, and he's not like a big woodworker guy. He would he would go out in the shop and probably like to tinker with things and make things. Would you be pissed if he turned around and said, 
like a year later, like I thought about it. I think I'm just going to get some cows as a hobby. And then he just ends up cattle farming again. <laughs> but then as he gets older, I have to take care of them. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden you, you end up cattle farming. I for sure would uh, officially be a full-time podcaster, whether I ever make more than a thousand dollars a year doing it or not. It doesn't matter. Would you build a new house with like a sick podcast? Oh, studio? Yeah. Shouse. I love a shouse. What's a shout? A shed house? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. A Morton building house. Yep. I'm gonna have a sick, sick, sick podcast studio in the corner. Um, I'm gonna hire someone and pay them to be my podcast and video editor full time. So just hand off the duties to them and never have to worry about it. And then I'm just gonna travel all over the country making YouTube content and try, probably mainly trying food. You're gonna if you became a I would have to make multi-millionaire. Sure I, I would have to make sure I said you'd want to be a YouTuber. Like you sound like every fifth grader in the country right now. <laughs> you know, like in the sixties, they'd be like, "What do you want to be?" And kids would be like, "An astronaut, a fireman." Now every kid's like YouTuber, Twitch streamer, and like that's that's what you want to be. I want to go all over the country trying. Okay, I don't know. It's, I think it's my need to want to be famous, so I want to keep making videos and hope they blow up. But uh, at least you acknowledge that you want to be famous. Oh, yeah, for sure. I do. I would love to walk down the street and have people like all look and say, there he is. I don't think you and I would be friends anymore if I won the lottery. Why? I'm not going to hang out with pores. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) No, there'd be there'd be a certain income bracket you'd have to be in to hang out with me because I can't relate to you anymore. You could still hang out with Tom. Yeah, that's true. Actually, (laughs) Tom. Tom might still be financially above me if I won <laughs> the Powerball. Hang out with pores. <laughs> no, uh. I, yeah, hopefully Tom would still want to hang out with me. Um, I, I would probably try to get into, like, like you said, the upper crust of Alta society. Oh, yeah. The 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 beautiful people, Jordan yeah. Hinkle, yeah. Tom. <laughs> see if they would see if I could become one of them. Ooh, maybe get some plastic surgery and try to fit oh. in. I just thought of the not first thing because I do. they do plastic surgery, but they're so good looking that I would have to get plastic yeah. surgery just to look like they normally look like. Yeah, I think yeah. the first thing I would do is do like a month's worth of like just liposuction. Nah, I want to keep working hard at it and do it the natural <laughs> way. Who are we kidding? Well, you talked yourself out of it in like, like one point two seconds. But I would, I would get first thing I would do personal chef. Yo, yeah, man, how did I, I not get, think of that right away? I would get a personal chef too because glorious. I'm tired of, like, I'll be honest with you, the last, like, year and a half, I'm not even that interested in food. I eat because I have to. I can't remember the last time I was, like, super pumped about food. My wife and I have had this conversation. She feels the same way. There's so many days we go, I don't know, nothing even sounds good. Yeah. But I know if I had a personal chef, he could be cranking some stuff out that would be exciting to eat. Oh, yeah. They'd make a new menu every week, go buy all the groceries. Oh, my gosh. It'd be lovely. I'd have my menu would be hard, uh, heavy Asian, heavy okay, heavy Asian. Probably one day a week I'm gonna need Mexican food. One day a ne- week I need some Italian. One day a week American. Other four Asian. Do you really what what Italian food do you like? And you can't say pizza. I just like pasta, like a pot, like a mushroom sauce pasta. Oh, I, I don't think boy. I've ever gone to an Italian rat. Well, does Olive Garden count? Yeah, uh, I mean like spaghetti works. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard they had to shut that down because of an OSHA infraction. The spaghetti factory, it was really unsafe. Oh, no. Yeah. The, the whole spaghetti works got shut down. Cheesecake factory got a lot of citations as well. For real? I guess the giant cheesecake machine was really unsafe. Not good. Just you imagine some guy coming home with like a hard hat and he's got his face is all greasy. He's got his work shirt on. Another hard day at the spaghetti factory. <laughs> Boss is really riding me. Yeah. Um, no, I I might. This could be financially stupid. I might start a hoo-hot franchise in Alta. Oh, yeah. I don't care that it would lose money. That's going to give it every year. Lottery. Yeah. I don't care that it would lose money every year. I just don't want to drive 45 minutes to have hoo-hot. <laughs> that has to end. The has four, to end. Yeah. It's actually like an hour. I know it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, would you invest it? So I would like. I don't want to just sit around it. I. I. I'm. I consider myself financially responsible. I know that money doesn't last forever. I'm not going to be one of those lottery how, people. That how goes much did broke. that hat cost? Uh, 
About 35 bucks. You paid $35 for a hat with Santa Claus golfing on it. I'm a frugal man, so I can feed my hat addiction. Yeah, you own a lot of expensive hats. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I go to Shields and I, I had to point that out when you, when you said I'm financially responsible, but I spend <laughs> lots of money on hats. I would, uh, I want to be like a, a owner of something. Not the majority. I just want to be a minority owner in something, whether it's like you can. a sports just buy, franchise. Buy, buy a share of the Atlanta Braves. They're publicly traded. See, that's what I'm thinking. I like, did that for like a while. A sports franchise or like a, a popular company, but it's got to be like a fun one. Like maybe I just own. 10% of the Minnesota Twins. That's too much. 5%. Uh I don't I'd be scared to invest it. And maybe it's maybe I don't understand investing, but I thought about it today cuz I saw on the gas station the lottery was up to like a billion dollars. And I was like, I'm sorry, but if you have like 500 million dollars, do you even need to invest it? No. It's kind of, I mean Maybe financial people would be like, of course, you idiot. But I'd be like, why do I need $500 million to grow? Mm-hmm. And if I just put it all in the bank, wouldn't the interest just be crazy high I mean, anyway? Small interest, but on that much money, yeah, you're going to get some. I mean, you could live. You could just decide to live off like the 2% interest you get or whatever it is on that. Honestly, if I'd probably invest in land, like just buy farm ground, because that's never going to go down, right? No, They're not making any go. more land. Real estate is the way to go. Yeah, I think I would buy. I would just try to buy farmland and um, not mess around with the stock market because I just feel like I'd be that guy in the news. Like, guy loses three hundred million dollars in stock market in yeah. one year because he's an idiot, mm-hmm. and I would feel stupid. Mm-hmm. I'd also be worried about you hire a financial advisor, and what if they just totally scheme you? So I got to go with a smart investor pro. What is that? Dave Ramsey Certified Investors. Oh, okay. Is he uh, <laughs> get? Does he get? Does he pay to get advertised no. on this pod? Uh, no, he doesn't. Shoot, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, no free shout outs. My bad. Yeah, come on, man. Gosh, the thing I would I would like to have a lake house. I'd like to have a plane to transport myself. I don't want a lake vacations. house. I want a cabin on the lake. I don't want like a big house. I want just like a cozy cabin. That'd be actually kind of sick, especially somewhere where it's where it can get winter. You see, you go have winter in the cabin. Mm, northern Christmas Minnesota. Cabin. Northern Minnesota. Mm. Mosquitoes are bad there in the summer, though. Yeah, you're Oof. not there in the well. That's right. Just wear a mosquito net. Yeah, they have bug spray. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I hope that when you go home tonight, uh, you'll find out that you're a winner. Yeah, and I haven't checked my, my Powerball. I did buy. I usually don't play the Powerball until it gets up to like a billion dollars, and then I feel like if the winning ticket was sold in Alta, Iowa, and I didn't buy one, I would feel so stupid. <laughs> Well, I hope you win. Um, you can uh, you can tell me if you do, but I respect if you don't. All right, I have a point, uh, a few points here that I want to get out and make. So the other day, I'm walking across the farm, working, okay. shirt off, getting absolutely mugged and attacked by bugs. They will not leave me alone. Flies are biting me, landing on me. I mean, it's rela- it's bad. I was losing my ever loving mind, and it made me think that the movie Castaway lied to us. There's no way Tom Hanks could be on that island where it's probably humid, super buggy, shirtless for that long, and keep it together mentally. Are there a lot of bugs on deserted islands? How did they get there? I don't know. Fly. How long do you think a bug can fly? Or because there's so much ocean around there, there's not a lot of bugs. I just think of like the jungle. I wouldn't be shocked if there wasn't a lot of bugs on deserted islands. Hmm. There was no animals on that island, period. I guess when I think trees There was stuff, just fish think, in the water, right? I don't remember there ever being an animal on that island. No, just fish. Yeah. So maybe there's not bugs on deserted islands. Because if, if there was, how do you survive? I'm not saying there is or isn't. I'm saying I wouldn't be shocked if there wasn't. Hmm. Well, I guess I'm going to have to Google that later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Mm-mm. Huh. No. I have a question. Why? Okay. Why did senior pictures become a thing? And when did they? And what's the point? I'm seeing senior a lot pictures? of pictures. Seeing a lot of kids who I care a lot about. My mom th- did them in the 70s. For real? Yeah. We have my mom and dad's senior pics from 1977. They did them all the way back then. I, so I'm curious as to when they got started. And I honestly feel like they're just a waste of money. 
It's just one more thing that these photographers make a bunch of money on that people think they need to have. And why can't seniors just go take a normal school pick and call it good? Because it's like you're 18, seven, you're 17 or 18 when you get the pictures taken. It's kind of like probably the, I don't want to say the peak. It's close to the peak of like your health and youth. It's a good time to get some nice pictures taken for posterity's sake. Okay. Like I have one, I have my grandma Nadine senior picture, like a five by eight framed on our, on our bookshelf right now. I, I tried to get all of my grandparents senior pics that I could because it is such a, it's such a great time in their life. And you kind of go like, oh, that's what they look like sort of in the prime of their life. I'm sure the prime of people's lives is probably more like 21, 22, but yeah. I don't know. I think it's a good time to do it. I, I think some of the poses are cheesy, yeah. but I do think that a lot of the poses are changing. Like when you and I did them, it was like popping out from behind a tree, um, laying on like this. You can't see what I'm doing, listener, yeah. but like your hands are beneath your chin and there's like a mirror on the floor in front of you that's also <laughs> reflecting your face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, there's the, you know what one you don't see a ton anymore is uh, sitting on like a, a chair backwards with like all your jerseys around you behind you you know what i mean oh yeah that one's not quite as there letterman's jacket i do think they're getting more creative they're i think senior pictures are better um some of the trends are going to be just as cringy as the ones when we were a kid you know yeah a lot of like sports ones like action shots playing golf or basketball now like we never we never did those ever you know when i think of the early 2000s sports senior pick there's one that comes to mind that really captures the era very well baseball bat over the shoulder no with your arms on it west bungus holding a basketball on fire <laughs> oh yeah doesn't doesn't west have a pick of yep. him holding a basketball someone on in fire? my class did that too somebody I think. somebody in my school did it with like a football somebody did it with a baseball yeah. like that was very the l- fireball late 90s early 2000s we're gonna light this sports ball on fire and you're gonna hold it yep. and, and yeah so shout out Wes, you, your sports photo really captured the era. Yeah. Um, I feel like people take so many. Like I've seen so many of my friends start posting over their kids, and like there's a, 142 pictures posted, and I feel like there's like four different poses basically between them. Yeah, that's just too di- many. That's just digital cameras, though. And then you got to look through all of them and choose which ones you want to get made. Well, digital cameras have made people no longer have to discern if it's worthy of a picture or not. Man. So they just Ooh. they just snap away because there's no film. You know, back it's in our lot. day, it was like, oh, yeah, film. Do I really want this pick? Because I got 24 on this roll. I got to yeah. pick and choose wisely. <laughs> yeah. No, there's we have a family friend that they have a baby. And God bless her. She posts these monthly updates of the baby's progress and uh, what they're into. And literally, it's like I think those are dumb. It's like 72 picks. And they're all just slightly different. Like she just lays the kid on the floor and stands above Six it. Six months. And takes the picks. And I think she just keeps her finger on the trigger and it's gotta be like a semi-automatic camera. <laughs> it's just <laughs> and then some of them are blurry. She posts them anyway. And it's like these are all slight variations on the same pick, and not a lot of them are blurry and bad. Like, come on, man. Like yeah. stop. Don't don't you get it? Quit it. Yeah, you gotta quit it. Um in- I, uh, I, the senior picture of mine that will forever live in the hallways of the old Delta high school. Um, so I took one and I did this on purpose. I wanted one that looked like super like nerdy band geek. And so I were put, you in band. Oh yeah. I was in band and choir and all the sports for four years. Oh yeah. What'd you play in band drums? Oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. Band choir, four years, jazz band, jazz choir, did it all plays musical four sports. Um, and I took a bunch of like athletic ones and like kind of cool rustic ones and then i put on a shirt and tie and i sat backwards on a chair with my arms folded across the back of the chair with a big old cheesy smile and i said i'm this is the one i'm going to put in the portraits that they put in the hallway of all the seniors so it's going to live forever me looking like a complete darkest people are going to look at that and be like there's no way that kid was an athlete isn't that composite probably in the old building on like the third floor and like nobody can see it now it's on the well i guess i don't know where they moved i think it's on the first floor yeah. We, should, we should go look at it sometime. Haven't you wanted to record a video where we go to the old school? Yes, I have. Yeah. I want to do that big time. Do you, do you know what a director's chair is? Uh-huh. Those were big in senior picks back in our day. 
featured. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were. Yeah, they were yeah. somehow in there. I tell you what, if I had a fade in my senior pictures, I would have been astonishingly good looking in those photos. You think the haircut would have changed just everything? Just didn't have the haircut. It was floof. It was just a giant floof ball. I thought you said you gelled your hair a lot. I did, but for some reason I went ungelled the senior pics. Just a big floofy straight ball. Floof ball. Your hair's not even curly. No, it's just like it was all straight and floofy and bouncy. Looks <laughs> it just it looks dorky. I don't even know what floofy means. <laughs> um I did I got a picture in a suit because that was my mom's thing was like you have to take one picture in a suit for your grandma. She was all, she likes the suit pick. So me and my brothers all did a suit pick. Fair. Um my mom wanted me to cut my hair for senior pictures. And I said no. And she was not happy about that. And <laughs> this is, I was kind of a smart aleck. And I go, why do you want senior pictures of something I never looked like? <laughs> why? That's a great question. Yeah. Like, why? We're going to look back and go, here's a picture of Ryan who never looked like this except for senior pics when I made him cut his hair. So, like, I didn't have super long hair, but, like, my hair looked like what it looked like yeah. a lot of times during high school. And my mom, she, she, I think she understood the logic of, I, I get it. I want these clean cut picks, but that's not honestly what you look like. So we compromised. I did shave, which I didn't have much facial hair anyway, but um, I made sure I was clean shaven. And, yeah. I, and I said, 100% I'll do the suit pick. I get to pick out the shirt and tie that's under the jacket, but I'll do a suit pick. Yeah. I'm not going to fight you on that, but I, I don't want a haircut that looks like I didn't like, like I didn't look like. Yep. So, uh, senior picks. I just feel like they're a money grab for photographers, but people like them. Yeah. And I liked them when I was in high school, too. Collecting them did, from all your friends, writing on the back. I have a senior pick from every single person in my class in a shoebox in my house right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Only because I was in charge of the senior pages for a yearbook. So yeah. everybody had to give me a senior pick for me to scan. <laughs> and I just threw them in a box when I was done. And now it's like, well, why would I throw them away? What if we have like a class reunion someday? I'll put them in like a, you're going to be everyone's I'll put favorite them in person. the sports card pages. Yes. And just set the book out and be like, here's everybody's senior pick. People will love that. <laughs> yeah. Did you do signups on your lockers? We put our pictures oh. on our locker, the piece of paper and like one, two, three, four, and people signed up for which ones. they no. wanted. No, we did not. I've seen that since I got into teaching and I thought it was really clever. We were always given a little plastic case like you would carry your sports cards in. It was mm -hmm. about an inch, inch and a half thick mm -hmm. and it had this like a hinge, little plastic hinge door. And you just kept all your senior pictures in that and kept them in your bag or your or your pocket. And then in class, people would be like, hey, can I get a senior pick? And you would just pull the case out and be like, yeah, just pick one and I'll write on the back of it. Right on. We just carried them on. We kept that thing on us. <laughs> oh, I love it. I don't remember what I did with mine. I just had the sign-up sheet and then got them to people. Yeah. Keep it real. You're going to do great things in the future. Love, Ped. <laughs> Class of 05 rules with a Z. <laughs> Never change. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so today is a very, very prominent day. July 19th is National Hot Dog Day. Oh, Glizzy Day? National. What do you think of all these national days? It's kind of ridiculous. There's a lot of them. Uh, Who's declaring these? That's a great question. These aren't declared by an act of Congress. <laughs> no, they're not. You slip on Twitter <laughs> and it's like, it's National Popsicle Day. And you're like, what? <laughs> Since <laughs> when? I used to go search for like national days and see if there was any funny ones that I could talk about them on the pod. I just happened to see KTIV News 4 posted this today. And it got me really excited because to me it's one that matters. There's too many. Glizzies are awesome. There's too many like holidays. There's a lot. We need to celebrate only the big ones, and I'm in, like the standard ones that we all know about. Plus, like Pride Toyotathon. Mm. <laughs> I think Lexus December to Remember is <laughs> probably mid tier. I don't think we should celebrate that. Toyotathon. Is oh, 100%. one hundo yeah. something we should celebrate? Yeah, we need to celebrate the Japanese in this country. I was talking more about the cars. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> um, are you going to go see Oppenheimer? Sorry, when you said Japanese, that made me think of. I don't know. I kind of want to. Oh, I want to see. It. I also want to see uh, uh, the Barbie movie. Definitely don't want to see that. Why are you too tough? Yeah, for sure. They say it's good. I'm, I'm okay. 
Uh, <laughs> you're not okay, but um, I want to see the Turtle- Turtles movie in August. I want to take my kids to that. Is that animated? Yeah, but it's animated like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was. I might actually go to that. My kids, I know my kids will want to see it, and I want to take it to them because yeah. the Ninja Turtles are like my second favorite superhero. What's this one about the trafficking one? I can't think of the name. It's big right now. Call to Freedom? Freedom Sound of Freedom. S- freedom Song? Sound of Freedom. Okay. I want to see that bad. Uh, tomorrow's the last night. I can't go to it, but it's coming back for two days next Wednesday and Thursday to storm. Like, I want to go to it. Very popular in the Christian circles. Yeah. Every once in a while, there's a movie that really latches onto that demo and they go see it in droves. Very emotional. Yeah. So who knows? We'll see a lot of people crying at it, I guess. Mm. But, uh, national hot dog day. I wanted to, uh, talk about what your ultimate hot dog topping would be. Do you chew your hot dogs or just swallow them? I chew them. Not very much, though. A <laughs> couple bites and down. My favorite hot dog toppings? Yeah. Like, what's your ultimate hot? First of all, it's got to be an all beef hot dog. This Number is tough one. because if I have the choice between a hot dog and a brat, I'm going brat every time. But hot dogs, I do feel like I top them differently than the brats. Sure. I would say well, maybe I don't. If I had my choice, hot dog toppings would be ketchup, mm. relish, mm-hmm. onion. Nice. And that's it. Can't go wrong there. Are, are you doing anything different? So mine's different. Instead of ketchup, I'm putting diced tomatoes. What? I love just putting raw diced tomatoes on there. Never heard of this. Oh, yeah. Raw diced tomatoes, raw diced up onions, relish. Do I want to go sweet or dill? I think I'll go sweet to cut through the acid of the tomato and the onion. And then a little squirt of mustard on top. And maybe, honestly, a little BBQ. I, what? All that together? That's like a, you're like saying like, oh, I'll do a suicide of condiments on top of my <laughs> I love I love raw diced tomatoes and diced onions on top of an all beef Nathan's hot dog. Oh my goodness. Give me 40 right now, please. I, I feel like you really tried to church up your description of your toppings because you're offended at what me and Chad were saying in the group chat yesterday. <laughs> I'm not offended. He, listeners, <laughs> this dude was hurt. Or Chicago dog. He was salty. <laughs> it's all because Adam made, Adam made a bad food recommendation to Bucky. And then I said what I said because what I... What was the food recommendation? I, I don't know. It was like a pho or something. Oh, yeah. Pho. It Who like doesn't a, love pho? It's a soup, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Anyway, soup. Chad said he hated it. And then just to try to dig at Adam and get under his skin a little bit, I said in the group chat, Adam probably has the worst food takes of anyone <laughs> I know. He doesn't really know food. And you responded back with some strong words, very strong words, actually, <laughs> that I won't say. And I knew it would rile up because this would be like somebody saying, Burke doesn't know anything about early 2000s pop punk. Don't even talk to him about it. He doesn't know anything about it. Like... <laughs> I would be just as hurt as you yeah. probably were when I said you don't actually know anything about good food takes. Uh, I, I had a feeling you were joking, but still, it's not something we joke about. <laughs> <laughs> These are sensitive topics. <laughs> no, y- you got to stop with the everything's the greatest thing that's ever happened. I think you've <sighs> so learned. Good. I think you're starting to learn your lesson because I so told bad. you in the group chat, I go, when everything's the best, nothing's the best. True. All beef hot dogs, though, have, are, have always been in my top three foods. <laughs> it's it's Asian, it's steak, it's all beef hot dogs. A clear top three. You name two like genres of food and then a third specific food. <laughs> That's like saying my favorite movies are uh, comic book movies, romantic comedies, and <laughs> The Grinch. If it's I like ha- those are two genres plus one specific. If I had to choose orange chicken over white rice... I love sushi, but orange chicken over white rice, Pedersen ribeye steak, and all beef hot dog are the top three. You know what? That makes me think of something. I heard someone say once that when you're trying to like list like a Mount Rushmore or something, almost every single category has a big three, and then the fourth one is always really hard to come up with. You think of like fast food chains. You think McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. It might be different now. But that was like the big one. Then the fourth one could be one of anything. You know what I'm saying? I heard someone say that once. That it's easy to come up with a big three. The fourth one's always a big debate. Let me just try. My top four favorite bands. Reliant K, Jimmy Eat World, 
Blink-182, probably Taken Back Sunday, but that wasn't that hard for me. Hmm. Who, who'd you hear this from? Colin Cowherd. Oh, well, there you go. On his show about five years ago, but it stuck with me. Do you think we'll get through this whole episode without you saying low-key goaded? Well, now that you brought it up, I don't know. I'm going to try not to. I have a thought here. All right. Here's a thought. Have you seen these animal rescue videos on social media? What do you mean? Like someone goes into like the ocean? No, it's more like, I love these videos. It'll start with like a dog that's like mangy and oh, like yeah. limping and it's clearly been abused and they get it off the street. And then like over the course of the video, you see it get a bath and they start feeding it. And then the dog like isn't afraid of people anymore. Oh, and yeah, he's super happy. Him. And then he gets adopted. I love those videos. Very heartwarming. Yeah, I love those videos. Very heartwarming. Yep. I've 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 long been a proponent of like we need a channel that's only uplifting stuff. So it's animal rescue videos, it's military family reunion videos where they surprise the kid at like his baseball game or something. Yeah. Isn't that the Hallmark channel? No. Um in I'm trying to think of what other kind of weight loss transformation videos. Ooh, yeah. Um we just need a channel where adoption stories. Yeah, all it is is super uplifting uplifting stuff, but it's all real. Mm-hmm. So no, no Hallmark movies. None of that stuff. It's just people experiencing joy. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Gosh, those animal rescue videos are awesome. They do. They bring people a tear to who my are eye. paralyzed, but like battle through rehab and learn to walk again. Ooh. Those would be good. Yeah. Um, people beating cancer. Uh, people like using the before and after videos where someone's like a meth head and then like they get their life together yep. and they're like. Look like a whole different person. The lights back in their eyes. Mm -hmm. I want the videos of drug addicts getting clean. Just when you go, God dang, it's been a tough day. I just need a few. uh, I just need a few wins in the wind call. I need some uplifting stuff. I'm gonna flip on that channel. That channel would be massive. You think so? Oh, I think so. The problem is you and me could host it. Human beings are terrible, and it would probably just end up getting scripted and manipulated, and people would end up corrupting it and being That's like, true. "These aren't even real; these are fake." None of, and they'd start faking the videos because it's, it pe- would somehow people are become just, people are just awful. It would somehow become political on social media. I'm over here saying like people are awful because <laughs> I need this video channel in my life. Yeah, clearly I'm I'm jaded by people. <laughs> um, Here's something that needs to stop on social media. And I'm sorry, but I'm calling out the old people. Okay. There's, man, I could, I How many could go list- on about old people on social media. Oh, man. How many old people do you think listen to this podcast? Oh, 40. It's 50. Like, I don't know. This is the kind of stuff the old folks need to stop posting on social media. I saw one the other day. It was like if you remember root beer floats. <laughs> And it was from some some social media feed that was like, we grew up right in the in the sixties, and I'm like, this is just clickbait to get old people to post it and re- like. If you remember root beer floats, who doesn't? Root beer floats haven't gone away. No, we didn't all get our memories wiped. <laughs> or it's like, like if you remember playing outside as a kid, and I'm like, this is why you guys get hacked forty times a year. And have to post, don't accept friend requests from me. Yeah. Because you repost stuff from sketchy feeds that know exactly what's going to get you to hit like and repost. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see. You see this a lot. Uh, another thing that I hate that they do is uh, they'll ask a question on social media that they could just very, very easily go Google to find the answer out. Yeah. But they'll go to social media and then wait for like 47 people to reply with an answer on there. Mm-hmm. And then somehow an argument always breaks out in the comment section. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I posted a video of um, one of our players just playing really hard. I think it was on Twitter. He's playing really hard, and he, he tried to catch a foul ball, and he ran into a fence. He was fine, but he just went all out, okay? Just highlighting the kid's grit and heart. Some rando, I don't even know. Not even I don't think they're from, they're not even from our community. Their only comment was, don't you think somebody somebody in the front row should have warned him about that fence? And it's like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, seriously. Like, he's fine. He, I'm sure people did. You can't see or hear everything on the video. Yeah. Some kids playing his heart out, and that's the only comment you have. What a dork. Like People that, are dumb. Sometimes I just want to comment back. I always hold my tongue, but I want to comment back like, you're a dork. 
Oh, yeah. That's what you choose to say on a video of a high school kid playing hard is criticizing that a fan may or may not have said, look out for that fence when like <laughs> you can't even hear everything the crowd's saying. Like, nope. just shut up. No, but the whole like, yeah, like if you remember metal slides. Okay, yeah, we make slides out of plastic now. Is that bad? <laughs> Are kids soft because they don't get burned on slides on summer days anymore? Uh, metal slides. Those things were wild. Like if your parents never put you in a seatbelt. Uh, do we want to go back to that? Is that the goal? <laughs> we need more kids flying through windshields? <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man. I, but then- They're so entertaining. <laughs> this is the crazy part. Here's where it gets real crazy. If somebody started doing this for the early 2000s, it'd be tempting not to hit re-like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like if you watch TRL. Like Ooh. somebody's going to be, be saying this about me in about oh, yeah. 20, 30 yeah, we'll years. Yeah, I think there I think it's just a natural progression. We can't we can't help it. Like like if you remember real world versus road rules. In 30 <laughs> in 30 years, we're going to have cars that are all self-driven. And they never get in accidents because they have all these sensors and the road speaks to them and all this stuff. And I'm going to be on social media going like if you remember when your dad drove the car. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we'll we'll have eliminated vehicle fatalities, yeah. I will still think the good old days is when humans drove. So will I. I don't want them stupid self-driving cars. And there's going to be a podcaster who's my age, but in the future, and he's going to be making fun of me. So old people... You're bothering me with some of these posts, but also I empathize with you because I'm totally going to be the same exact yeah. person you are. And so I don't a lot know. of them are self-aware, but a lot of them are just plain. You got to double check your things before you post stuff. Hey, like if you remember root beer floats. Yeah. Like them. Uh, or I remember them. Don't like them. <laughs> Orange float is the way to go. Mm, super gross. Root beer is nasty. You, you want to know what one of the things I thought... M- was a symbol of wealth when I was a kid. Hmm. Remember we talked about this? We did. But there's one we didn't name that I thought of the other day, and I was like, whoa. Uh, lay it on me. If your house had a skylight. Oh, wow. <laughs> skylight. Do you remember people's houses who had skylights? And you're like, wow. I do. There's a window in your roof. I thought they were roof. a burden. There's a window in your roof. <clears throat> Never liked them, though. Why? Because that high noon sun shining down in there is annoying. I like to sit in the dark inside. <laughs> you were born from the darkness. Are you like Bane? I yes. No, you're not wrong. I like it dark. Like all my lights off, pitch black, watching TV. So when the sun comes up Nobody's, in the morning, I it, don't think people are putting skylights in the middle of living rooms very often. <laughs> or bedroom, maybe. Sometimes. I'm not gonna are, lie. We, it would be sick to have a skylight and lay in bed and watch a snowstorm. I think it'd be cool to have a first floor apartment and have a skylight and just see it to your neighbor's apartment. <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't be legal. No, there's a lot of stuff you would see that you shouldn't. Um, but uh, my parents built a house in 1993 and they put a skylight in the kitchen. And I remember thinking, whoa, we have arrived. And I feel like whenever my friends would come over for like the first year, I was like, and here's our skylight. Check out this sky. Wow, what do the Burkharts do? Pretty pretty cool, huh? Yeah. We can see the sky from the middle of our kitchen. <laughs> um, and then after... I, I feel like Skylights kind of peaked in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think people are putting them in a lot anymore. No, a lot of things peaked in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Me for one of them. <laughs> uh, no, I do think they are a burden in terms of like sealing them and keeping water out from underneath shingles it's just an added obstacle to getting water off your roof now that you don't really need to include yeah but i do remember what sometimes when it was storming i'd be like i'm gonna look up in the skylight and see what's going on up there and it's like we well, could just look out the window in the front of your house too you don't really need to look at yeah. the skylight but uh, something about that skylight view though man they were a symbol of wealth in my opinion yeah you're not wrong i don't i'm trying to think if i remember any friends who had them if i did i can't i can't remember but I, I like that one. Do you ever notice for 90s sitcoms how similar all the houses were designed? Like, hmm. okay, so when you're, hold on a second. When you're looking at the set, many times the front door was on the left. Mm-hmm. There was, you walk into the living room, 
there's a staircase in the living room. You pass from the living room to the right into the kitchen, and another set of stairs comes down into the kitchen. Yep. Um, full house. A lot of them. Family matters. Yep. Step by step. Yep. Growing pains. Yep. Boy meets world. Home improvement. Mm, no, they, home improvement they, was different. The front door was at the back. They, you, oh, that's right. The garage was. There was the one of the yard that was by the living room. That's right. Yeah, home improvement was slightly different. Um, but they needed a staircase in the living room, and then yeah. one that came down into the kitchen. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I know there was more. I thought about it one day. Hmm. It was just a very common they way. They found what worked, I guess. Yeah, very common way to... Uh, and then like you would pass from the kitchen, keep going right, you would go into the backyard yep. where the zany neighbor was... Yep. Never failed. ...was there, yeah, for the most part. That's a good point. Yep. All right. I really thought you'd go somewhere with that, but you... Oh, uh, That just kind of bounced right off you. Well, I didn't think it was bad. What did you think I was going to do with it? Ever since you interviewed Bohannon, I'm just not that interesting <laughs> to you anymore. It's such a lie. I'm just like old news. Sorry, uh, sorry I can't be the all-time leading three-point scorer for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Sorry. <laughs> you should do better. Sorry, I'm not Mr. Perfect. Try to be more relevant, Ryan. Like, jeez. Jeez Louise, man. Um, I don't know. I found it interesting, but I guess I just didn't have anything else to say. I'm sorry. Go on to your next topic. <clears throat> um, back to hot dogs. I heard this the other day. It's always back to the hot dogs. <laughs> I heard, by the way, Chicago dog would be my second option from the toppings I said. Um, Whenever your friend eats a hot dog, do you ever immediately say, he's got that dog in him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at now. Got that dog. As soon as he finishes, you got to say, he got that dog yep. in him. <laughs> so I heard this question proposed on a podcast the other day. You get offered $1 million for one year. It's tax-free. You get a million dollars, cold, hard cash. But you have to eat six hot dogs a day, bun and dog included, every day that whole year. Easy. And, and you can't do like 18 one day for like three days total and take a couple of days off because you think you'll get sick of them. Six every day. I would just eat two for each meal. Yeah. This, this is like, easy. That's what I think. Cake. Super and I easy. love them so much. I might even eat four for breakfast. You'd have cake with yours? I mean, if it was an option, hmm. red velvet. Uh, I'd do four for breakfast, two for supper, a little break I in between. eat four hot dogs in one sitting. That's insane. Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, would you do like a breakfast dog? I just, What's a breakfast glizzy? I just like to eat them plain. Ooh, a breakfast glizzy? You could put it in... Well, you got to do bun. It can't be a variation. It has I do to be a think, bun. I do think after the year was over, I would be sick of hot dogs. Probably. I'd probably be sick of them halfway through, but I'd power through for a million bones. If at, if at any point you don't have a sixth dog, the money just evaporates from your bank account. Gone. You have to have six every day. And you can't spend it. Yep. You can't spend the money until the year is over. You don't up. get the money until it's done. Are you, are you offering me this right now? Uh, no. If I won the Powerball tonight, I will Ooh. make this deal with you. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is exciting! Um, breakfast, a breakfast glizzy. You get a hot dog and your sweet Hawaiian bun, and then did you know you're supposed to put sweet Hawaiian buns in the oven? What? I think so. Like I saw it on social media. Somebody, somebody posted. Hopefully wrapped in foil, otherwise it'll turn to crust. Some. I'm looking at the Powerball numbers. 7, 10, 11, 13, 24, 24. A lot of lows. Yeah. And also... That doesn't bode well. Is it possible that the Powerball is the same as one of the other numbers? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I, yep. I play it so infrequently, I didn't know that. Yep. Um, But, yeah, and then, if I remember right, Sweet Hawaiian commented, like, yeah, nobody does this. Thanks for pointing that out, that, like, you're supposed to take them home and put them in the oven. Like, in foil? No, I think you're supposed to take them out of the package, off the cardboard, and throw them in the... Like, they're, like, not fully cooked when you buy them in the store. But that's what makes them great. They're so squishy. I know. I, I no, don't know. I could I'll be wrong. I'll never, ever do that because they get all crusty. I'm just saying. I don't like that. I, I'm not I'm saying not I'm right. Here. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying it's possible we've been we've been using King Sarayan wrong. All right. Well, uh, I wouldn't do that. A breakfast glizzy would be the glizzy in the sweet Hawaiian roll with bacon and syrup over it. It'd be delicious. Or maybe some powdered sugar. Or maybe you can throw strawberry or banana on there. I 
I don't even know what you're talking about right now. A you're putting strawberries and bananas on a hot dog? I think it'd be good. You have to be stopped. I think it'd be okay. No, you are out of control. I want to try it now for this, breakfast. This is why Chad and I said what we said. Because <laughs> if you were to recommend, like, we go to a restaurant, you're like, you got to have this hot dog with strawberries and bananas on it. I'd be like, never taking a food recommendation from you again. Well, if it's on the menu, it's probably good. That's not true. Lots of stuff's on menus. That's that true. Good. I've never tried it. I'm willing. I say I want to try it. I might be terrible, but I'm willing to try everything. Once. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. All right. Should we uh, should we move on to some other topics? Yeah. I have my top five most freeing feelings. I was confused when you texted this, so I may not have five. That's fine. I'll just try to chime in with what I got. Yeah. So the other day I was thinking. Gosh, this just makes me feel so with nature and free. I love it. So I started thinking, like, what are my best feelings? It just make me feel unstoppable and just so great. And I have five here. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is peeing outside. Peeing outside. I love peeing outside. It's, I'm not shocked. It's something about just you can just pee wherever you want outside as a guy. Obviously, don't do it in public. But, like. My dad and I, we just, if we're at the farm, we just go outside and pee off the deck. We never pee in the toilet. That is so weird. I like to walk out of the yard and take a leak. Something freeing about just standing there with your hands on your hips in the yard peeing. Remind me never to drive by your house. That's <laughs> just such a freeing feeling. I love it. I don't like peeing outside. No privacy. Mm, I love it. Are you an exhibitionist? The Are you hoping somebody sees you? across you as you pee. It's wonderful. Mm. Am I an exhibitionist? Yeah. Are you hoping someone sees you? Oh, no. That's bad. <laughs> we don't need to do that. That's jail time. Oh, I'm worried about people seeing me when I, I don't want to pee outside. Yeah. I'm always looking over my shoulder. I've had to do it a time or two. Um, it's, I, it's, it's not. A, I don't hate it. It's not a terrible feeling, but I'm not. It's, to me, it's like I'll pee outside when I have no choice. I'm, yeah. I'm deep in the woods, which is never. When am I, when am I deep in the woods? <laughs> Herm- uh, hermitage. There's a bathroom. Oh. But not in the cabin. It's it's an outhouse nearby. Uh, um, I will frequently be peeing outside at the farm with my back to the road and cars just go by and I just kind of like throw up a hand and wave at them with my back to the I road. I think when I've been out in the field with my dad farming, there's times where I'm like, well, oh, as yeah. a kid, like, I got to pee. And he's like, just stops the tractor because we're on like the backside of a f- 80 acre oh, that's field. One of the most fun no pees. one can see you anyway. You're so you're on the backside of an yeah. 80 acre. One of the yeah. most fun peas is the harvest pea. We step out and pee off the platform of the combine. You know why I don't Such like nice peeing stream. outside? Why? You can't you don't can't wash your hands. And I'm a big hand washer. Mm, just don't touch anything. Well, you have to at some point. Yeah. Just rinse it off with the water from the from the jug you got in the cap. Yeah, I'm sober. <laughs> I'm a big hand washing guy. Yeah. Okay, that's not I, I'm, that's not a bad feeling. I get it. Yeah, uh, my number two, working shirtless or being outside shirtless. You just talked about you were shirtless and it was miserable because bugs were all over. I you. know, but I still love it, man. You get in a tan. So it just feels, gosh, it just feels great being outside without a shirt on. Don't you, you think? You just like being. I, I always, I almost all summer long walk from my apartment to my truck shirtless, and from my truck to my apartment shirtless when I'm coming to and from the farm. I don't care who drives by and sees me in town. Oh yeah, this don't is, care who. I got I got like a good bod for a thick boy. This is why one of my life, my rules for life is never look north. Uh, this is day, why I don't look north because I'll see you. One day I went out there, no shirt, potentially only underwear too. What? And was hanging up my farm jeans that were all gross and dirty over my railing while I was going to eat a little lunch, and your wife was outside and saw me. When was this? Like a year ago. I remember a year ago. She said she threw up outside, <laughs> but she didn't tell me why. I like made eye contact with her. I just like barely went out there to hang my jeans up quick, and I made eye contact and just like, sup, and went you, back inside. You, you luckily, gotta remember you live Nadine's in town. Just so chill. She, you live in town. I bet she didn't yeah. even see you. I hope. I mean, it is what it is. She's chill. You hope she did. I know. I was gonna say I hope she didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> but are you sure you're not an exhibitionist, you weirdo? <laughs> I just love something just feels great about being outside shirtless. Okay. Uh, my number three is fresh cut toes or fingernails and a trimmed body. I <laughs> love the feeling of fresh cut toenails and fingernails. Is that because you're not hungry anymore? Because <laughs> you ate them all, you weirdo? 
Oh, man, it's just great. Your toenails are freshly cut and your belly's full. <laughs> it's just got to bounce in your step when them toenails are freshly cut and the fingernails. How oh, long do you let great. your toenails get that you can feel a difference? I cut them probably once every two weeks. I don't three ever weeks? let mine get long. I don't like them. I don't know how long. Every I'm, two I'm or weird, three weeks. I'm weirded out by dudes with long fingernails. Oh, I don't like it. Ugh. I cut my fingernails once a week, toenails two, three, every two, three weeks maybe. Mm-hmm. Just feels great. And then the fully trimmed body, man, just could conquer the world. <laughs> when you texted me this topic, this is not what I thought. I My <laughs> list is so different. <laughs> uh, am I supposed to stop so you can say some? No, you go. Uh, my fourth is a great new smooth as peaches haircut. I hate haircuts. Oh, I love them. Hate them. When I leave the haircut place and I guess he's kind of like put some stuff in there. It's wet. Where do you get can- your haircut? Plebis Frescos Barbershop in Storm Lake. Is it a barbershop for dudes? Shout out Jaime. Uh, for anyone, but I think 99% of his clientele is guys. Yeah, I want an old guy cutting my hair, and it smells like rich mahogany in there. It smells great in there. This guy is so good. He just does every... He has one chair. He does a haircut every half hour, all day long, 7 a.m., 7 p.m. Wow. Monday through Saturday. Really, he does a great job. But when I got that product in there, some water still in there. I try to get it looking good. What does he like, charge you for a haircut? Send a Snapchat to people. 25 for a haircut. I give him 30. So he's making two haircuts a month. So he, let's say he's making 50 bucks an hour. Yeah. 50 bucks an hour. Hmm. Okay. Makes good money. Yeah. I I do two a month. I do every two weeks. I like to stay fresh. I, I guess so. Yep. Uh, and then that feeling when you first jump into a cold or cool lake. I love You like jumping in a into a lake better than jumping into a pool? Oh, yeah. 100%. Love jumping into a lake. And then that first, I think part of it is the excitement of like either you're on vacation or you're on a fun trip or something or just a fun day with friends. I always want to be the first one in the water. And I like when it's nice and cool feeling and cold. Ah, just love it so much. I was in a lake for our baseball, end of year baseball thing. I think I cut my foot on one of those zebra muscle things. Oh, did you go on barefoot? Yeah. Oh, bad idea. No. I jumped off Dupix dock. Oh, yeah. And right off the dock, it's like it's all sand under there. Really? But then one of the balls the kids was playing with was drifting towards shore. So I had to go try to get it. Yeah. But as you got close to shore, bad news. Yeah. They recommend uh, not going into Storm Lake without water shoes on. Yeah. I was super worried that like I was going to get infected and my foot was going to fall off. So like three years ago, I didn't realize you were supposed to go. I didn't realize they were this bad, and you're supposed to go with water shoes. I went out on the lake with some friends, and they all had them except me, like 20 people. And my feet got so sliced and diced. The bottom, it looked like someone just took a knife and cut them 35 times on the bottoms. It was horrible for like the next week. Why is Storm Lake so trash? Now, these zebra I just feel like it has a lot of problems. Well, they came from the Great Lakes like eight years ago. Somebody didn't clean their boat off or something? Brought it in a boat. And That's then, how fast it can spread, huh? Yeah, and it started at Okoboji and then here. Okoboji, they, they said it's like a seven-year cycle. Like, this is the last cycle, supposedly, of them at Okoboji. So you can get rid of them? Yeah, eventually, I guess they just die off. Hmm. And they've been putting, like, chemical in the water in Okoboji to try to kill all the weeds because they eat everything. The lake becomes super clear. But then the, the sunshine, zebra, the zebra mussels eat everything. Yeah, and the lake becomes super clear, and the sun that shines sounds in, good. and all the weeds and stuff grow really bad. Though then, so then it just becomes horrible for like boat props because you get all these weeds caught in them and fishing. I thought the zebra mussels ate all the weeds. They eat a bunch of like weeds and small crap, but then it becomes like so overwhelming in the summertime with the sunlight they can't keep up. Like in Okaboji, they had to go out with like this underwater mower. And mow like sixty feet of shoreline, so all the people their boats could like get out of their boats and stuff in East Okaboji. These lakes just seem like constant maintenance. Doesn't Storm Lake have like a dredger or something? Uh, not anymore. They stopped it. It was like a twenty-year project. What were they dredging? I don't know. There, I think you dredge the bottom and you, and it makes it deeper. Yeah, and they empty because the problem the dirt with Storm Lake like is it's so shallow, right? Yeah, it made it deeper. Yeah. Some action that's happened on that dredge over the years, though. People weren't paying attention. Yikes. Bad deal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the muscles, hopefully they'll be gone in like the next three years or so from here. But they hurt your feet. They'll cut you up. It was amazing how fast it sliced me. Yeah. They're so sharp. Yeah. RIP to your toe. No, it's not the toe. It's the side of my foot. Mm, not good. Right right there. It's kind of healing. Not good. Yeah. Look at this flexibility. Uh, I wish. i pay for that tomorrow. I wish the bottom um, of my feet were that clean. Yeah. And you have nice feet. I'm jealous. Um, 
So my list was way different. I love it. <laughs> Mine was like, wouldn't people cancel plans you didn't want to do anyway? Oh, I thought that's, that's a what, good one. I thought that's what you meant by like the most freeing. Oh, it's to each their own. Or the old snow day, because I'm still a teacher. You yeah. get the snow day. That's freeing. Um, the canceled plans one is awesome. I would say the the end of the day, like actually more of like the 5 to 6 p.m. vacation shower. Mm-hmm. That's always a good feeling. Yeah. Those are the only kind of things I could think of. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Man, if you have plans with someone and you're just not feeling it and don't want to go and it gets canceled, that is a rejuvenating feeling. I'll also say the uh, long long day of outside work and you get those clothes stripped off because you're getting ready to get in the shower. Oh, yeah. But just, get, just getting those clothes off oh, in, the bath- yeah. in the bathroom. You're mm. just like, yeah, this, is, this feels good. Don't want to take your shirt off on the front porch? You know, I actually, I've never been like a shirt off guy, Mm. but I think part of it is I haven't been skinny since I was 10. So that's part of it. I still rock it. Yeah. You're, you're much more body confident, body positive (laughs) than I am. Yeah. You're like Lizzo. I am like Lizzo. You're like the, you're like the Lizzo of Alta. I appreciate that. (laughs) What I mean by that is you are very body positive and I should be less self-conscious. Hey, it is what it is, you know. But I feel like I, outside of like one to two years in college, I've always just been chubby. That's just kind of how I am. Yeah. Um, I see pictures of myself at like eight or ten, and I'm a rail, and I'm like, "What happened to that kid? Where'd that go?" <laughs> um, the this year at baseball, I wore a cut off, like a sleeveless tee to throw BP one day, and the kids were like, "Wow, we like never see your upper arm." It's like super pale and i'm like <laughs> oh yeah i get a big big farmer's tan yep look at the difference oh, that is pale that is very pale i i wore swimming trunks at, at the baseball party when we jumped in the lake yeah. and one of the kids goes i don't think i've ever seen you with shorts above your knee and i was like it's true i don't wear shorts a lot anyway and you never see them above my knee i'm trying to remember the last time i saw you in shorts i'm wearing shorts right now that's a good call outside but, of the pot but, i guess but like yeah you're not gonna see me in public very much wearing no. shorts and he, I also think I look stupid with shoes and socks and shorts. So lately, I've been wearing those blue shoes that are super light, and you just wear them without socks. They're money. Oh, nice. And, and you can throw them in the washer and just wash them if they start to smell bad. Where'd you get those? I don't know. Walk over there and pick those up. I you, need some of those. Go. I want to do this. Go over there and pick those up. You got to see how light these things are. <laughs> tell, me what, tell me what brand they are. These are the lightest shoes I've ever worn. They don't wear. They don't weigh anything. Damn. What? What? What's the brand? Damn USA. No. What? Really? Damn one. I think I bought them on Amazon. D A M Y U A N. Oh, are they Chinese or something? One? I don't know, but man, they don't weigh anything. Those are, those are amazing summer no sock shoes. Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. You just wear those around, and you just you slip them right on. Yep. All right. Well, those were some those were some very freeing feelings. Took took my son today to hit off a batting uh, hit a pitching machine for the first time. I enjoyed the video. So fun, and I, and because it's got a remote control, I can just sit behind him behind a net and just be his encourager, and yep, uh, he can get a ton of reps. I'm I am having so much fun teaching my son how to play baseball. Boom, D- dude asked me to play catch like almost every day. He loves to hit. I just. I see some of these coaches down at the state tournament who have kids on the team, and I'm like, oh, that would be incredible just to coach him in a state tournament. Someday. And then watching Tommy's team down at the state USSA tournament. Good times. Just watching those dads get to enjoy the game with their sons. I'm looking forward to that big time. Not very far away. No, we're close, buddy. All right. Well, I got a 90s quick hitter here to take us out. Okay. Do you remember, and I don't know if they still do this, but I haven't seen this like in years. The metal thing that you put your foot in, and they would measure your feet. Measure your feet to see what size you. All were. the shoe stores had them, and the shoe departments at like Walmart and Target. Yeah, yeah, those were crazy. I mostly remember those for back to school shopping. Yep, almost always, and I really enjoyed like the feeling of getting my foot measured. Was that the most freeing feeling for you? It was very freeing. Yeah, and take then, that shoe off and get your foot measured, and then like it would measure the width too. 
I always had a I very mostly just wide know foot. I didn't need that to know how big my shoes were. I know. I always thought it was weird. Like, don't our parents know our foot size? Did your mom ever do the thing shoe shop shoe shopping where she'd make you put it on and then walk around the aisle a little bit and be like, How's it feel? Oh yeah. My mom would always get down and like feel where my toe was. Yep. On the shoe, and then she would, uh, yeah, have me walk up and down the aisle. Does it feel good? How do you? How does that feel? Yeah. Do you think you could wear them long term? Always. And then, like when I'd try pants on, she'd put her two fingers inside the waist and like jiggle the waist <laughs> yep. to see if it was too loose. Like, now nah, we need to go one size smaller. Yep. Never My mom failed. would do the pants jiggle on the waist. What well, What made it so that we were incapable of deciding if the pants were good? Were we just young they and dumb? They, they don't trust our own judgment. Yeah. They don't. And, and also, like, it's the 90s when, like, baggy pants were popular. Yeah. And your parents were trying to make sure that you weren't trying to buy some super baggy jinkos. <laughs> yeah, they were sagging halfway down your butt. Yeah. No saggy pants in this household. <laughs> what do you think this is? A hip-hop concert? I don't think so, mister. <laughs> when I bought shoes, I always had to find the mirror, like the floor mirror, the mirror oh. that was on the side of the bench. and Yes, see it, the and mirror sure on the side of the bench. I had to make sure they looked good from the side. Because so many of your friends are going to be at eye level with your sneaker. Yeah, they they're going to be on, the they're going to be laying on the ground looking at your sneaker from the side. <laughs> that was the thing for me. They got to look good from the side. I can still remember going into it must have been it it must have been first grade. My mom took me school shopping and she got me a pair of and here's a brand I don't know if you'll remember. Voit. Voit. The only Voit I know is John Voit. No, this was V O I T. I don't remember that. I got a pair of black Voight sneakers that lit up. Oh. And wait, like the the red lights? Yeah, they're black, but the lights were oh, red. I had some of those, but was Voight the only brand? No. No, because oh, he had okay. L- he had LA lights and stuff like that. Okay. But these were a pair of black Dude, Voight the sneakers. Light up shoes. And my mom was like, You cannot wear these until the first day of school. That was always the rule with school clothes. Not until the first day of school. How did those work? And then she let me I, I had to put the shoes in a box under my bed torture but when my mom wasn't home oh you dog you i would put the voids on and walk around the house but the whole time i would walk and look over my shoulder at the back of my heel because i just wanted to watch the lights (laughs) i would just walk around the house Uh, if you can't you can't see me because this is a podcast but my head (laughs) is so i can see my heel as it looks like you're checking yourself out yeah but really i was just like these shoes are amazing. Yep. And then if I heard the car pulling in the driveway, I would run and take them off and put them in the shoebox under my bed. Well, you know why you, uh, you know why you put those on as a little renegade? You'd probably just had hot dogs for lunch. You had that dog in you. I got that dog in me. <laughs> oh yeah. Man, light up shoes. How did those work? They weren't battery operated. How did they? How did you stepping on the ground make lights go off? Are you sure they weren't battery operated? In that like. They had a battery, but it was irreplaceable, and when it was out, it was out. Okay, it was well, just maybe, good maybe for it like did. it was good for like ten thousand steps. You know what I mean? Yeah. What if it was like one of those little flat circle watch batteries that they just kind of could have been, and when it blew out, it blew out. It have to be because how else would you make it work? I those don't know. shoes were those shoes were awesome. Yeah, we need to probably get somebody on the pod that was in that industry at that time. <sighs> Who comes up with that idea? They're sitting in a meeting and says, "We need to make kids' shoes light up." And then people, instead of laughing at them, everyone agrees on it and it becomes a phenomenon. I still remember the shoes that some of my friends' parents wore when I was like four. And here's why I remember. Yeah. Because I went to daycare at my aunt's house. And in the afternoon, we'd take naps in the on the living room floor until our parents showed up. And so every day taking naps, when the parent would open the door, because I'm laying on the floor just staring at the door... <laughs> I would open my eyes and I, shoes. I could tell who's, whose parent it was by the shoes. Like Shay's mom had a pair of LA lights. They were white and black. Nice. And Kate's dad always showed up in like wingtips because he was like a banker or something like yeah. that. But And then like I knew what my dad's shoes looked like when he would come to pick me up. So I'd open my Red eyes. Red boots. <laughs> Not quite. My dad, I think it was a pair of like white sneakers because he worked at a factory and was on his feet all day long. Um, but I just remember like opening my eyes. Nope, not my parent. Go back to sleep. Like, and that's it. Did it every day for like a whole year, wow, just seeing people awesome. parents' shoes when they open the door. I did not do that. No, I just remember my dad red wing boots. That's all I remember. Yep, he had to put the boot laces around the metal eyelets or whatever. I don't think my dad had to wear steel toed boots at his factory because they made plastic bags. <laughs> so like they weren't dealing yeah. with like iron and metal. It was like. 
literally just plastic bags yeah. on giant assembly lines and rollers and stuff like that. So that's the kind of factory you want to work at where you don't lose a limb. Well, my dad said one time this guy fell onto a conveyor belt that had like it was really, really hot because it heated up the plastic and it basically like cooked him to death. Oh, so there was there was accidents once in a while oh, there, but it was gosh. always because they were dealing with extreme temperatures, heating up the plastic and stuff like that. It That's was awful. It wasn't because like things fell on people. Yeah. Well, guess you can die in any line of work. Yep. You hate to see it. You do. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, uh, I don't know what the who what's going to come out when. There's podcasts with Bohan and you. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but be on the lookout for the Bohannon YouTube video coming out maybe three, four weeks from now. New YouTube video on the horizon. Hopefully, it'll be out next week. I guess when you hear this, it'll hopefully already be out. Uh, anyway, listen to the pod. Tell your friends about it. Awesome things are coming down the pipe. You're going to want to get people to listen. You're going to want to be the friend that said, I got you to listen to this amazing podcast. Uh, love you all. Share the good news. Stay fresh. Don't jaywalk. Hut, hut. Hut, hut.